It's just uh, attack. Here we go. All right. Okay, so. Uh, let's do a cheers here because it's been a long day for me. Cheers, Ray. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks very much. much. Cheers. Frank, yeah. Mario Castonari and to my left side here, the famous Mario Castonari bassist. To some, to some. <laughs> to my right side, Frankie. But we discussed this, your, your last name last... Yeah, last it's week. rather awkward. Coakley. Coakley. Coakley? Like Oakley. Coakley. Like Oakley. Yeah, Oakley Coakley. <laughs> Oakley Coakley. <laughs> oh, the Hokey Coakley. Hokey Coakley. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, once again, we're, we're here at the uh, Alner Arms drinking beer and getting ready for our jazz set. Tonight we have a, a duo, yeah. guitar and acoustic bass. It's double bass, actually. Double bass. So it's a trio, really. Trio. Oh, double bass. That means you get paid double. It's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wake up. <laughs> I usually get yeah, yeah. Um, and so what are we drinking here, Frankie? What, what is this? Um, that's a special uh, Halloween brew from Shepherd Name called Spooks. Spooks. 4.7% strong. Yeah. Um, yeah. On the European lager, the Orange Boom. Yeah. Also made by Shepherd Name. <laughs> really? Or yeah. owned or licensed? Under like, license. license. Orange Boom. I just had a person yeah. talk to me. That, Dutch uh, lager. A couple of weeks ago. Yeah, Dutch lager. Someone was telling me that um, it was made fun of by some comedians in Holland. So so much that the, they didn't they stopped serving it in, in Holland. Is that okay. true? It's it's possible because I I heard a while back that it's only now made in Kent. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, it's been around a while. Oh, it's so, been around a long time. Soho, yeah. In, in Chinatown, there was a big orange boom. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. When we get um, South Africans or Dutch in there, they give us the pr- correct pronunciation, which I can't because repeat. I can't even get there. Because you're saying like kind of a French kind of thing, right? How, do you, how would you say it? What? Orange boom. Orange boom. No. Orange boom. No, they, they come out with orange boom. Oh, really? Yeah. Orange boom. Orange boom. Yeah. Really? Could be, yeah. I'm not sure. Are you a lager man? Are you a... Yeah. Wine, wine, wine. You but, want me uh, too? I like wine too. Um, you know, when I can afford it. <laughs> Brandies. That is expensive. Yeah. Uh, hobby. Hello. Uh, uh, yeah. Fan. Uh, regular. Yeah. Regular. regular. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're German, you said, eh? I am from Berlin originally. Oh, so you know beer. That's, I know that's beer. not fair. I, mean, I was bit. just in Berlin, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the beer is outstanding. It's it's clean. It's yeah, it's, it's crisp. good. I mean, uh, uh, they have German purity laws. We have. Is that what it is? <laughs> yes. Really? It's only oh yes. Malt, uh, water and hope. It's three things, but four now, isn't it? It's four. Uh, what else? Yeast. Yeast. Say, yeah. Four. Yeah. So yeah. The, the government. The government. Yeah, they, they have. They have uh, brewing laws yeah. that are very exacting. Because there's a, a German brewer now down in Hackney Wick at the new Truman's Brewery. Oh, is that the German yeah. deli? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, he said he's glad to leave it because though some of it was very right, there was just too much, you know, control, control all the really? time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Huh. So now is he he's brewing he's brewing inspired No, beer. no, he's brewing English beer. Yeah. English beer, yeah. okay. Oh, interesting. Huh. Yeah, it was really nice, though. First time I was in Berlin and the beer was outstanding. I've been to other parts of Germany, but okay. it just I haven't been back and the beer is it's very clean. It's, it's a, it's yeah, I guess uh, it's it's more gas. So we have a have a bigger head on it. That's what we like. We and I mean a, a good pills actually should take tens of minutes to pour. Really? Yeah, to draft. It should uh, it should sit for a while to develop a head. It gets firm and then 
Yeah, we would expect that in England. That's uh, right to the rim. Yeah, that's. Uh, I had somebody who was really rude to me last week and they insisted I top it up, so I topped it up so there was very little head on the beer and then he, he told me to go away, that wasn't good enough. And really? he, he was rather rude with it and real ale has to have a head. Well, yeah. So I opened the till and gave him his money back and told him to go forth and multiply. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just don't need it. Huh. I mean, we're not talking like he got three inches ahead, yeah. three millimetres. Oh, I once had a person blow it in my face and say, don't give me froth. Ugh. Really? They didn't, they didn't get, this wasn't here, they didn't get their money back as they went through the door. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I mean, you must see a lot of different customers come through here. Don't we have that um, girl, um, uh, Julia, who went to pour a pint here and it was like four inches ahead and I go, you can't do that. Oh, that's normal in Hungary. <laughs> <laughs> But also, you, 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 well, in the old days, you, you blew the top off. You yeah. blew the top off and then you, you drank it. Yeah. So, I don't know if it was uh, to make sure no flies in there or what. Yeah. What <laughs> <laughs> the reason is, really. Huh. That's good, that's good. Oh, right. It's all diff- different customs. That's why nobody gets on. Yeah. <laughs> so many different customs. Yeah. That's why jazz is good, huh? Jazz is good. We allowed mistakes. <laughs> Exactly, recovering from mistakes, that's what jazz is about. Being creative with mistakes. (laughs) So if you'd been here last week, you could have met our customer Clyde, who pops in when he's back from Berlin. He's an English gentleman who lives and works in Berlin. Everybody (laughs) seems to be going to Berlin recently. I haven't been for a long time now, probably ten ten years since... Well, parents. (coughs) Still got family over there. Um, uh, eventually, I think I will uh, try to play over there again a bit more. Yeah, it's make, a very nice jazz scene. Doing yeah. my, uh, you know, going to get my contacts back. I used to live in Munich and Frankfurt, particularly in Frankfurt. I've got still con- con- contacts. So. Oh, interesting. See. So how does how do you get a Krasnodar? How's an Italian oh, surname? That's a mystery. I know. Uh, <laughs> my my stepfather is uh, Italian. And uh, I was called Mario already. I was called. I was born Mario Lindenberg, because my ma- mother liked Mario Lanza, so she oh. named me Mario, Mario Lindenberg. And then she met that Italian, who she thought was an Englishman because he was ginger. <laughs> Quite strange. Oh, wow, so then he adopted me and uh, uh, became uh, Castronari, which was at the tender age of um, something like ten or twelve. Didn't go down too well. Suddenly. You <laughs> had another identity, you know. In school, they all called me Fidel, like Fidel Castro. <laughs> was my nickname. I got you, sis. Why is it? Why is it for the Italian last name or? No, because he's yeah, yeah. His surname's Castro. Oh, okay. Come on, wake oh, up, yeah. Raymond. Uh, so it was called Fidel, which was okay. Okay, you get used. Well, actually, you know, it was quite handy coming over here to England because. You chaps are still not too keen on the Germans. <laughs> so uh, it, it's been a bit of a secret for a while. And, uh, you know. uh, we have a, a, a girl customer who's a German, mm-hmm. and uh, she came in for the football the other year and says, Frankie, only you know that I'm German. <laughs> Say nothing. Well, what's up? Yeah. Oh, because uh, of the World Yeah, because it was England against Germany oh, yes. on, on the telly, and, and, she, and she cheered England. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, Well, what can you do? Yeah, we, we uh, England has a, a wonderful uh, relationship with the uh, with the. But our royal family, Germans. Well, That's I know. Of course. But isn't yeah. the original dialect? You know, the way back. I mean, like oh, the yeah. Anglo-Saxon. Anglo-Saxon. Right? There was some well, kind of German really. influence, right? I don't know. Well, as an old language, I mean, uh, now, I mean, that all comes from the Vikings anyway. The original 
Germanic. It's complicated. Well, the days of the week. The days of the week are Norse, aren't they? I mean, we've got a lot of similarities, yeah. really. I mean, quite a lot of... Uh, probably closer to... you probably closer than to the French or whatever, or to the Italians, you know. Well, well, the people at the top of Scotland are closer yeah. to um, Norway, aren't yeah. they, than, yeah, yeah. than they are right. to London, Vikings, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. true, yeah, yeah. But, uh, hey... <laughs> well, yeah, we're all here. Yeah. We're all here, yeah. So how London. long have you been here in London? I came 1980, 79-80. Uh, for love, <laughs> as it is usually. Uh, I met an English woman, singer, and uh, in um, yeah, came over here. Decided to. I had a quite good career over there in Germany. I played um, with Albert Mangelsdorf and Heinz Sauer, and also Charlie Antolini, and sort of a mix of uh, the avant-garde and the more straight-out scene. So it's an, oh, really, and the wonderful. Um, Frankfurt had a, a jazz ensemble, a radio jazz ensemble, which I was part of sometimes. Yeah, it was, I guess it was a good time, really. But uh, then I said, you know, love took sure, over. No, and that's and, uh, the best reason, yeah. yeah. And, you then, and then I was really impressed what happened here because it was very different. Uh, I, you know, the, my first uh, gig, I think, was at the, uh, the, at the Ritz Hotel with a, with a function band. And uh, I never done a function gig. I didn't have to buy a suit, you know, like <laughs> a DJ. Uh, yeah. Because in Europe, I mean, jazz is, is a bit of a serious art form, you know. But uh, what is great here, I think, is the entertainment and the whole, you know, that that side of, of, of jazz that I already got picked picked up. And, yeah, really, really like that. We, we have a, yeah. a guy we've not seen for a while. Used to come and play piano. Um, and we saw him playing in a hotel at Christmas, uh, playing jazz. And then I felt really sorry for him because these uh, American tourists had gone over, <laughs> stuck some money yeah, in the jar, him. and said, "Can you play some Celine Dion?" You know, yeah, and he's yeah, like, yeah. "God no." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Wow, it's interesting. So the thing is, Marty, you probably have a lot of stories to share, but uh, maybe just like we just. What are things you dislike and like, maybe? Because, you know, then if you summarize that, then you probably, could, some stories could come out. <laughs> they could be like politics, jazz, I had having no money. <laughs> of course. That's a terrible thing, yeah. It's, um, it slows you down. <laughs> but you're the, you're the guy. You're the man in, in London. You're working well, consistently. Well, not really. I had a bit of a, yeah. Last few years were a bit difficult, you know, personal but uh, picking myself up, sure, sure. myself down, you know, as I say. Um, I've, I've been many years in uh, in the hotel and restaurant scene, and, and and that sort of went sort of a few years back with the recession and all that. So I had to sort of readjust a bit mm-hmm. because all the young guys now doing all the jazz gigs, and uh, which yeah. is good. And I'm just trying to now get in touch. Actually, I mean, with who's who's who now these days, you know. Um, I'm not saying that I feel old, but uh, you know, of a certain age and of a certain generation, and uh, there are a lot of new guys I don't have never heard of. But you know, it would be nice to connect, reconnect with the London sort of free scene, you know, yeah. jazz scene. Just, uh, but, uh, there's a lot of guys here. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of guys trying it. Yeah. Well, I think having that sort of background, uh, I love. Singers, I love working for singers. I love the there's the American Songbook and that. that. So I mean, I suppose that's a, something I have uh, as an advantage 
ahead yeah, of the yeah, yeah. I, If I could just say, I love the American songbook as well, but I feel uh, saddened when all we get is people singing the same few songs all the time. That's true, yeah. You just don't need to hear Summertime. Uh, uh, nearly can, every you week can, you can, but, uh, but you know because I've got like a whole collection yeah. of Ella Fitzgerald songbooks and of there's course, some yeah. marvellous songs by all the yeah. great writers but as you know they're all writ- been written now so yeah. that's it there's you know, new ones coming but <laughs> give me some Johnny Mercer oh yeah, <laughs> I know, yeah, 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 yeah no it's true I mean repertoire is a very important thing I mean uh, yeah biggest biggest problem on jam session like we're going to do tonight is the repertoire isn't it because it's so limited Right. Um, maybe I don't know. I mean, when when I started, the the first thing when I went to college, and they said, you you transcribe fifty songs, put them in a book, and that's you know, you had to get a repertoire of fifty songs yeah. minimum. Of course, even then, you just started to have the real book and and all that stuff, and now everybody has an iPhone with a transposable, transposable, <laughs> what have you, and um, so nobody listens really to the standard records and and transcribes them all this or others even listening to them. Yeah. But th- there are people uh, on the, the, the current scene like, that yeah. come here and they can't read music. Yeah. Well, and, that's okay, uh, though, Frank. Yeah, and, that's okay. And, that's and okay. also, they, they don't know what keys to sing in yeah. and yeah. they're winging it. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, there's those people. But, you know, there's, yeah. no reason, uh, there, there's no excuse these days, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. And you, have to, you, you should be able to get your keys and your, your repertoire together easily. You know? There's some great players like Wes Montgomery. Yeah. Didn't read, you know. This, oh, this, no, it's I an mean, oral tradition. Nobody so. read. I mean, but you have to have a really Charlie good ear. Parker wasn't a yeah. good reader, was he? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Dizzy Gillespie had to write down all this complicated stuff. But Charlie was on another planet, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. He played a plastic planet H. <laughs> yeah, I was still a, the, the ultimate genius, really, Charlie Parker. Really. Who were some of your influences uh, growing up? Well, musically. Musically, yeah. Well, as a, as a young boy, yeah. all the, the Beatles and, and pop stuff, obviously, and then. This is in Berlin. Oh, because in Germany, yeah, the, really? the Beatles you? were big, oh, weren't yeah. they? Huh. That's where they started. Berlin, you must say, is, is a, uh, was a, uh, had a status quo. There were four, there were the um, French, English, Americans in the West sector, and then the East was obviously the Russians. But West Berlin was like an island. And it was 24 hours, there was no licensing, there was no uh, curfew. Mind you, you couldn't get shot if you didn't get a passport, <laughs> yeah. apparently. But no, uh, no draft, so all the... Berlin boys escaped all the, the national service. That's why a lot of students came over to Berlin to study. So Berlin was a. How did, you, how did you get the records and you know how did you listen to all this oh, bebop? Well, it's it's not like the fifties. I mean, uh, it's. Uh, but even so, I tell you what, the, the German uh, scene. I mean, straight after the war, you know, suddenly everybody was playing jazz anyway. It was just you know. The Americans yeah. that had come over and as then, well. Of course, with the occupation, well, yeah. not occupation, but with the Americans being yeah. there and, and the English. Oh, and, the, and, the, and the broadcasting, I mean, the BFS and the uh, AFM, you know, sure. uh, that was, you know. So basically, during that time, there was, you know, oh, yeah, proficient, there was proficient <laughs> and, oh, uh, and, Jack. and wow. everything. I mean, we, we got everything, yeah. Was there, like, jazz groups that you play with back in Berlin? Yeah, it was a great jazz scene. And the huh. radio, every, every radio station had a dance band or a radio. I mean, the Berlin Dream Band was legendary, I mean. It's all uh, Leo Wright and uh, Aka Person and I mean incredible guy Jimmy Wood on bass and I mean Berlin yeah it was an absolute center Eric Dolphy died in Berlin <laughs> wow Ella's famous recording of Mac the Knife was done in Berlin 61 yeah. or whatever it was I mean yeah Berlin interesting um, yeah. yeah 
We changed very quick. <laughs> yeah. So then, basically, growing up, you were exposed to that kind of bebop stuff, and well, actually, uh, the first life. Well, as I say, I grew up more with pop rock and got into prog rock, um, Frank Zappa, and this sort of stuff. And the first sort of live uh, jazz, which was free, I heard, was was actually English improvised music. Evan Parker and uh, Rutherford and, and and all this sort of stuff. Uh, Globe Unity and, and the Germans were very keen on that. They had a Globe Unity orchestra, it was a mix of English and German uh, players. and. Uh, yeah, the f we had free gigs, I mean, free to get in, and uh, there were free jazz as well, improvised music. So that was a big influence as well. Quite Catholic, really, sort of, you know. Then Alvin Jones, I think, was the first proper live gig I saw. And, uh, yeah. Really? Yeah, it just became a, a sure, sure. fantastic... Uh, oh, did you play electric bass, or did you play acoustic no, bass? No, no, no. I, 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 I sort of... Um, Accidentally stumbled on the double bass. I was already 19, I think. Yeah, so it was quite late. But uh, yeah, got stuck in very quick. Yeah, it was a great time because everything happens. I mean, in pop as well. I mean, you had Bowie. You had uh, wow, that must have been all kinds of stuff. Yeah. You had Lou Reed and. Yeah, he just passed away. Did you hear about that? Just today. Yeah. yeah. Today, yeah. A friend of mine called me on the bus. Yeah. I just heard it right before. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately. Wow. 71. Great, great uh, influence to you. Amazing, really. I, yeah. There you go. We all got to go. And then, <laughs> so then you went to bass and then did, were you listening to all the, the jazz players on bass? Or? Yeah, I mean, Jimmy Garrison was probably the first influence or so that sort of modal... Coltrane stuff appealed to me as a rock guy, sure, you know, sure. and then later on, um, you know, got more into. But you see, you said about Frank Zappa. Frank yeah. Zappa was very much a jazz oh, fan as well, yeah, you know. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. No, he said jazz is not dead. Yeah. Just smells funny. We <laughs> were still uh, terrific, and the band yeah. was full of amazing. And I'm talking about early '70s. The band that was um, really an amazing, amazing band. Yeah, and then I went to study. Uh, Pretty much within a couple of years, went to Austria to study at the academy there, which was one of the first uh, places in Europe where they had the Berkeley system, but oh, also really? the classical studies combined. Was that part of Berkeley? No, no, no. But they used that. Uh, the model. You had proper jazz studies combined oh, with classical studies. Um, and uh, yeah, in Graz, Austria. Hmm. Ah, the first. <laughs> yeah. Well, well. I mean. It's just everything happened. So I mean, there were, I was interested in everything. Was in free music and Anthony Braxton, Dave Holland, wow. Chick Corea was playing free stuff at the time. I mean, it was just yeah. amazing what happened. I mean, your miles and all. I mean, just everything. That happened. time in the seventies, yeah. Well, the late sixties, early seventies were just an absolutely incredible time. Always lucky to to be experience growing that, yeah. up at that time, yeah. Because there was no 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 no. Uh, um, no stigma or anything like that. You know, you just could play this or that or that. Yeah, there was a no experiment, yeah. experiment, yeah. explore. Yeah, it's true, you know. It's good. I think Jimi Hendrix oh. influenced that a lot. Oh. You know, oh, I was just talking Jimmy, to someone, yeah. a friend. You know, he was here during that time, and yeah. I think he was last night. Was it Ronnie Scotts? <laughs> no, his last night was in Ronnie Scotts, oh, really? and then he no, went home I didn't and died. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I think I saw his last really? concert in Berlin. Actually, it was in. in um, 
Or one of his last concerts, I think, was in Berlin. But then I went to see Jose Feliciano a couple oh, of years back, fantastic. and then he played Starbank Spangled Banner yeah. and said, everybody thinks that Hendrix did this, yeah. it was mine. Yeah, yeah. And well, he copied me. Sure. That's right, yeah. it's true. And yeah. that, that yeah. band in America, or yeah. some stations sure. did, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. He sang it. Feliciano's yeah. great, man. He's amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Feliciano was, was quite an influence as well, because Ray Brown was on, the, on that fantastic album. It was a double bass anyway, like Elton John used yeah. double bass as well on some of the... And the early stuff so that that uh, yeah it was great I always could hear myself in that genre as well so and I like playing Elton John I like playing Feliciano that sort of music and pop stuff my father I listen my father loved Feliciano yeah oh he's <laughs> ingenious very good guitarist actually yeah he's great oh, forget. oh and <laughs> awesome great. Forget. Yeah. he played at the jazz cafe on yeah. 12 string guitar and it's just unbelievable I remember he came uh, here yeah, yeah. yeah. I missed that really 12 string yeah, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. So you got here and then um, you sort of jumped into the jazz scene kind of thing? Or did you? Yeah, I mean, uh, the my wife, were, were married then, the, 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 who I came over for was Elaine Delmar, who was a singer, quite a known singer in, in, in Britain. Uh, so that worked through her, with her, obviously. And, uh, but uh, yeah, it was not easy to get into the scene, obviously, you know. Sure, sure. No, I, I uh, but, uh, eventually, you know, yeah, it's okay. And uh, eventually, um, yeah, a lot of playing around. Then eventually, in the eighties, I've got my band together. It was like a fusion thing. So, so suddenly, uh, going back to my roots in a way with the with the with the rock stuff, I suppose. And uh, it was called Roadside Picnic. It was a band with David Higgins, Mike Bradley, and. Uh, we did um, three albums all together. It's, it's fairly popular. We, we sort of part of that '80s jazz revival. You know. Good night. See you later, soon. Bye bye. It's all the time. So this is Courtney in the Pine and '80s this. or '90s? Uh, late '80s. '80s, okay. Courtney Pine and uh, Andy Shepherd and and oh. all that scene. Sure, uh, sure. And the Deuce Tubes and. Hmm. Uh, jazz Warriors and uh, Roadside Picnic. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was a good time. We even had a deal with RCA. I mean, even big companies were giving deals away. You know, it was quite amazing. Wow, that is great. Yeah. yeah did you tour that time. around Europe? or? We did. We played in France a lot. We toured in France a lot. We had a great time. Um, yeah, but then it sort of never quite got to, you know. We did Montreux, which was our biggest Wow, one. you did? Yeah. Oh, that's... We you took, know, yeah, that's we great. drove all the way there. <laughs> the van. That's pretty cool. Oh, that Come was on, fantastic! Yeah, we had a great, that's... great time. We always hired a van. We had a great sound engineer, Rody, Danny, and he. We had a good stage sound. We played without music. It was quite, a, you know, it was a great, great band actually. And as I said, um, traveling through France and Montreal, um, it was just great, great thing. Wow, how nice. But uh, all things must pass. And uh, yeah, that eventually went and then another time started. Sure, sure. I had my daughter, Hannah, in 93. I decided then maybe to go more steady and then got into the hotel scene. Sure, sure. And I started a residency at the Lanesville Hotel, which lasted 17 years. Wow, <laughs> that long. That's and a long I'm still actually at a restaurant, French restaurant I started as well at that time, probably in the 23rd year, so 20th year. 
Really? Yeah. So that's when I started getting into the um, function side of things. And abandoned a bit the, uh, you know, the, the jazz. What would you want to call pure jazz or whatever? But hey, it's all music. And, it's all uh, music, yeah. No, but I mean, we're very fortunate to have you mm-hmm. here because everyone knows you, you know? Everyone knows you, you know. <laughs> you drop your name, everyone knows you here. You've been around and we're very fortunate to have you play with us. I mean, that's I was, uh, yeah, actually, so over the last two years, I was quite surprised because I was on a quite low. I was really low because the hotel work finished and this and that. As I said, I felt quite isolated, really. Mm-hmm. Um, all my contemporaries, they were doing this and that. They were all doing quite well, really, and this and that. But I felt sort of left behind a bit. Um, but then I met a few of, of the new young guys and I felt really uh, well, accepted and it was it felt really good to be appreciated in, a, in you know, in the music, musical way. It was... And I felt, yeah, I actually have something to give, you know, <laughs> sure, to sure. say, and that's nice. It was, it felt really good actually. And thanks, Ray, for asking me to die. No, whatever. I mean, you, know, well, you know, it's it's, a, it's an honor, right, Frankie, to have him here. It's oh, it like, certainly is. He's and I've always got room for free jazz here. <laughs> <laughs> I've put it on a few times, yeah. much to the shock of some of the clients. But <laughs> I mean, the thing is, is Muddy, like we, I think a lot of people don't call you because you're quite. First of all, you're quite busy. They're like, oh, Muddy's not going to play, you know, for you know. You know, no, I, I do. It's I good do. to, you know, like, Absolutely. it's amazing. That, you know. When I have to work regularly, obviously I do my regular jobs in the restaurants, sure, but sure. Uh, something else comes up, uh, always up for, you know, for doing it. Yeah, but, yeah, but now you, you feel fine. I mean, things, are, things are moving on up, yeah? You're yeah, feeling good? or Gradually, gradually. Or the winter, this hurricane is going to come. The what hurricane. Do think, what do you oh. about the hurricane? Well... <laughs> the this is the story of the hurricane. So tell me, you know, tell me the eighties. They had a big hurricane. Yeah. Right? Frank, you would know. So, or you yeah. would too. Yeah, yeah. So, so what he that was ridiculous. They, uh, so the, the, the weathermen, um, the weathermen basically missed it. Mr. And Fish, Michael really? Fish. Yeah, that was the biggest. And it flattened the south of England. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they blamed it on. They blamed the weatherman. Because <laughs> okay. there's so much hype on this hurricane, it's ridiculous. But I don't think there's any guarantee comes with the weatherman on the telly. You know that you can sue him for telling you the wrong weather. But well, yeah. I don't know if they can actually tell what the weather's going to be like. I think it's all a bit of right, a. It's very hard to predict, right? Yeah, I don't think it's it's, it's a very. Yeah, well, it's the same in the states. Those um, hurricanes turn at the last minute and go out to sea, don't they? And they've abandoned New York or whatever. Much more prepared, you know. Yeah. Well, I hope we live through this uh, hurricane and that we wake up tomorrow morning. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere stormy, <laughs> a stormy Monday. Yeah, yeah. Tuesday's just as if bad. We can't make it home, maybe we'll just we'll stay here. It's okay. Well, that's fine. I don't think you can drink me dry. <laughs> <laughs> and the cellar will be safe. The, the yeah. whole top of the building will have to go first. Good, good. Hi, Sharon. Um, somebody, any any uh, website or should we, anything you have interesting that you want to? That's, that's announce? one thing. I'm, I'm really. I'm my flatmate is pushing me as well all the time. Yes, get your stuff. Uh, I'm so low tech. I'm really. I'm not a phobie. Old school. Old school. I, I, bit old school yeah. yeah, I've got a mobile phone. I've got an email address. But um, uh, I used to have a web address, but it, it lapsed. And I. That's certainly something. Okay, I so we need a web designer. Let's yeah. put the announcement out there. We need a web designer for Mario. No, you you don't need a, a web designer because uh, they cost money. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, you need a, a yeah. nice. Um, there's free website design things. Yeah. And as long as you don't want a fussy email with your own name on it, you know. 
You can get it all free. Oh, wow. That's true. Uh, yeah. your, your, your website. My yeah. website, I pay That's a little right. bit because it says yeah, Eleanor Arms. That's what I say. You don't have to hire yeah. a fancy. Yeah. You just need some information, some gigs. I know. Because yeah. you're everywhere. You're it, sometimes it, it's just... Uh, so if they search on the internet, you've got a page yeah. with your contact details, a photo, and it works. Okay. So After years of judging the the uh, the bailiffs, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> you keep a, yeah, uh, maybe you want to give them a false address. <laughs> but anyway, Marty, we're so honoured to have you. You're like uh, the guy, thank you, Ray. Thank really. You, Ray. And um, Frankie, once again, thank you very much. You're welcome. I'm looking forward to hearing you both. We're gonna play. Um, anything else we have to announce, Marty? Oh, no. we're, all, right. we're all good, right? Absolutely. Let's play. All good. Uh, the old Ford Jazz Club Pubcast. Coming from the Eleanor Arms in Bow. Is that right, Frankie? Yeah, what's left of it. What's left of the Bow? <laughs> okay, stay tuned. We're not sure who we're having next week, right? Do we? We haven't decided that yet. I don't think but we decided. Mario's going to come back. We have to I'm come free. back. I'm free. Yeah, we're going to have to get back Mario on, on the podcast and to play again. So until next time, stay tuned. Cheers. 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 <laughs>